0: This is the Burbs Network. <laughs> uh, I just want to see my mama smile. Here we go. I went unconscious, I woke up to see my mama smile. She told me no more Promethazine, how to make her proud. Think about it, damn, I had to think about it. Give me a second, mama, let me think about it. I went unconscious, I woke up to see my mama smile She told me no more promethazine, had to make her proud Think about it, damn, I had to think about it Give me a second, mama, let me think about it Never had the chance to tell my dad I was a Yankee fan True love is unconditional, money don't make a man First time he in the betting cage, I knew I had a gift Which I had to skip, I'm at the car, I was trying to make a tip Positivity is all I got to give. When we was kids, it was still. Now it's time to live. That's why I throw a pinky ring up when I post a pic. It's for my niggas on they dick. Look what this nigga did. Think about it. Think about it. 40 M's in my team still riding rims. Word on the streets, they say that nigga get a lot of cake. I take the time I kiss both cheeks on my mama's face. Smile, smile. the bus or that we always stand in line I'm talking all of us it made me stronger made me quicker on my feet all the games she gave me the laws that she would teach turn me on the real estate we bought us 50 homes who really gonna be your shoulder when your kidty's gone who really gonna be your rider when the bentley's gone or when they singing like a choir in the christmas song mama always depend on my mama just bought another benz for my mama I always keep it real with my mama. She harder than a rock. Throwing parties on the block for my mama. Mother and I love you, tell you every day You always was a black queen, mama You showed me all the best things, mama I am a love, your flesh and your blood Unconditional love inside oh.
1: to a brand new The Verbs Network presents the round table. This is a special one. Um, this is a round table about parenting. Even though the host of this
2: aren't parents, parents. <laughs> 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 that was a dad joke even yeah. though you don't have kids. <laughs> but
1: we want to get like some insight on the life of a parent. The everydays, the ins and outs. The positives, the negatives, the good the bad. Shit, is that actually so? You fired this figure. I <laughs> cannot take that serious. You really can't take him no more. Hell.
3: Get your whole little thing
4: off.
5: Fuck. Pull up a chair. Okay. <laughs>
1: So We're the chair <laughs> So what the, the guests So what the guests like to introduce themselves Starting with Brooke
3: Oh I'm Brooke
1: <laughs> Where can I find you at Brooke
3: <laughs> shut, shut up On all social media At Zoe Mommy That's Z-O-I-E-M-O-M-M-I-E
1: okay. You don't have anything else to promote do you
2: Just ask them a question. No
1: uh, <laughs> Would you like okay. to introduce yourself.
2: Yes, um, I'm Brittany. You can find me on social media at Becoming Brittany, um, and also upcoming podcast, um, Just Another Mom, the podcast. And, um, yeah.
1: So when will that be dropping?
2: Let's say within the next two to three weeks. Okay, okay,
1: So it's just gonna be you, or you gonna have a co-host?
2: At the moment, it will just be me. I will be doing interviews and. Um, that's just it for the moment. Maybe in the future I might be so lucky as to find a co host. Um, but right now, I'm gonna rock out. So
6: That's what's up. Alright, so um, long. <clears throat> let's just jump right into the interview. Um, how old are your children?
2: My daughter is five. Okay. My daughter is nine. I was gonna say eight. Mm.
6: So, is that whole. Let me ask you a question. Once again, we don't have children. Yeah. Is that whole instant love a real thing?
2: Mm-hmm. It is.
6: It is like, I'm talking it about is. like... It,
2: it, no, it's, it's like the moment you find out like, wow, your whole like, literally, people say, oh my outlook change, I look like you really look at life yourself, everything differently. Like, instantly. Yeah, shit, it's like one of that shit just got real moments. Like, mm-hmm.
6: it's real. Did you two always want to be mothers?
2: No.
3: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And, I, and I honestly would never do it again.
6: Oh. I'm oh. the
3: opposite. I can't
2: wait to do it again. I, I could do it three more times. I would be happy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I boy. I boy so bad, and I really think it probably will take three more times. Unless that science part about really picking a boy is true. I don't really know if you can do that. They say that.
6: I heard about like $10 if you want to like pick the yeah, sex like, of your child. and then, Yeah, that's yeah. just
2: sex, basically. Not like eye color, nothing like that. Like, if you want a boy, they'll be like, oh, we'll pick out the boy. And it's like, I don't, I don't That's
6: plain God to me
1: Yeah
2: Yeah, it's just strange but I never heard that So yeah.
1: we got like two different opinions So why don't you want to not have another child
3: Because it's like It's like a village And like You you kind of lose yourself in being a parent Like you can't really do What you used to do when you were alone Like You can't just alright I'm out Like alright where's she going Cause if I'm going somewhere that she can't go I gotta find a babysitter Yeah and, and my family is small. Like, I don't have that many people who can watch my kid. Yeah. So it's like, I'm about to have another one to be struggling to go to work, to get her somewhere. Like, it's, it's too much. If like, you got a big family, it works. Because, like, aunties, cousins, yeah. you know, whoever. But I don't
2: even got friends that, that can watch my kids. So it's, it's too much work.
1: So on the other side, you want to have more children.
2: But I I understand because I want to have more kids because it's the opposite for me. So, like, not only do I... So I have really good co-parents. So my co parenting situation is awesome. It does take a village. Luckily, I have a village. And it's not even like, oh, well, Like let's just say I don't have friends. I don't trust anybody to watch my child. She's nine years old. She can talk. She can tell me everything, but... I'm very overprotective and, and I maybe sometimes too much. So the people that I am blessed with to watch her, you know, are going to be her parents, you know, her grandparents and stuff like that. So I do have a village and that's probably why I want so If I felt like how I felt when my daughter was two, three years old, I wouldn't want to have kids. Like I wouldn't want to have any more kids because I know what it's like not to have any help at all. You know, and at one point in time, I had her dad, like I was married, but I still felt like I did everything by myself. We lived in a whole nother country. You know, we lived in another state, and I had to parent by myself. I don't feel like that anymore, thankfully, like years later. But if I had that feeling where it was like, oh, well, I'm not about to struggle and where's my kid? Like, I remember that feeling, I wouldn't want any more kids. But because I'm in a situation where I'm blessed to have a village and I know that I wouldn't have to have those worries, it's a whole different outlet. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of, I don't want to say like it's a redo for me, but I would like to have those moments, you know, with my daughter when she was younger or, or future kids, boy, girl, whatever they may be, having that feeling like, okay, my kids, this age and I get to enjoy this and I don't have to worry, like, how am I going to do this? Where's she going to go? Who's going to watch her? Because when you have a baby baby, you can't just, no, literally nobody can just you, watch your baby. You don't <laughs> exactly. <to watch laughs> so it's and like. I literally,
3: when Zoe was born, I didn't even let her daddy touch it. Like That's I was it. so, you're fit, just so like. But I was overprotective <laughs> because I lost one before. So when I lost my son, like when I had her, it was like she was off limits. Like don't touch her, mm-hmm. don't kiss her. I don't even want you to look at her. Like I was like, <laughs> she was like mine. Yeah, like mine. So like mm-hmm. when she got older and she could walk and talk and stuff, and I was like, all right, I gotta stop doing that because like she she shielded to me, and mm-hmm. it's not like she would not go nowhere.
6: Yeah. Speaking on co-parenting, I mean, is it hard to co-parent?
3: Um. Sometimes when you don't agree on like parenting, like modes and stuff like that, but I mean, if you have a co-parent that knows how to communicate, it gets better. Mm -hmm. So it just it and honestly, it depends on the situation because sometimes it's like you bump heads and you argue back and forth because we don't agree on how something should go. Mm -hmm. But eventually, you find a solution.
2: I think communication is definitely the biggest factor in co-parenting. But also, a lot of co-parenting for me, I realized co-parenting successfully has to be very selfless. It has to come from a place with nobody's like no, like oh, I don't like that this. Like it literally has to be about the child, the child's well-being, and mm-hmm. that's it. Like it can't be oh well, I don't like when y'all do this or y'all go over there. or I don't care for this. Like it has to be solely about like. The kid, and once everything is about the kid, and you take all of your own emotions out of co-parenting, it make it make more easy. sense. It's mm-hmm. just easy because there's nothing else going on. Like there's no underlying feelings, there's no emotion, there's no like back in your head like I really can't stand it fuck I Why the kid by him? You know, it's like you don't have that emotion, so you can think clearly, you can see clearly, you can see like you know, basically like what it is like at face value. It is for my kid, and that's it. Mm-hmm.
6: So since you both um are co parent, um how do y'all feel about when your partner, I guess, maybe I guess maybe they were younger, uh, your baby's father has like a new girl in the relationship, like are you more like, I don't want my daughter to be around them or are you kinda of like, like how does that work? It's like No,
3: I mean I'm kinda of going through that now. Like I don't as long as it's like not like a bunch of different women, mm-hmm. I don't care. Right. As long as she don't mistreat my kid, I don't care. So as long as it's like a respect thing, I don't mind it. But I don't want her to be around somebody that I wouldn't have her around. Like as far as like morally, like how she carries herself as a woman is what I care about.
2: Yeah, I that's very good. That does play a big factor because like it takes a village, and the things that another woman that's in your child's life. You know, and if you split time equally between two households, there's going to be a lot of time spent around that person, you know. Mm-hmm. So their habits will pick up whether you wanted to or not. It might be the smallest thing, you know. And if you don't necessarily care for how the other person, you know, male or female, however your co parenting situation goes, that's added in, you don't care for how they carry themselves or what their beliefs are or if they have morals, like, that that shit is important like <laughs> and that's the most frustrating part because you can't change people you know like you just can't say well I don't like that you don't have the best manners and I don't want my kid to pick up all those manners how to vocalize that is a very sensitive topic because you don't ever want to like I feel like now a lot of the time when you want to be heard I know that if I don't like something that somebody does I have to find a way to voice my opinion or my concerns, co-parenting, where I'm not attacking. You know, because once you go at somebody at the neck, they don't hear nothing else you're saying. So, voicing my co-parenting, like, opinions or how I feel, that shit is probably the hardest part. Because it has to come from, like I said, a place of, like, no underlying feelings. Just solely the concerns of my kid. Not like, well, I don't care for how you do that or I feel like this girl don't have no morals or or she's rude and da 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 it's more like okay I don't care it's not even like I don't care for how you do it it's just more like well I see my daughter is around you you know you guys are spending a lot of time together I noticed that she did this you know and maybe it's coming from what she sees because kids pick up on everything they didn't see Mm -hmm. so learning how to like voice how you feel about your co-parenting situation being able to even have a relationship where you can speak up to that person whoever he or she may be that's added into your situation like if I want to say well girl I really don't care for this solely because I feel like my daughter might pick up on it that's a good co-parenting situation but if there's no communication then it's always going to be issues
6: so when the, um so when the when your baby's fathers get serious about a woman, how, does it, how do you handle that discipline-wise? Because I would, I would only assume that, like, of course, this person is going to be in my daughter's life, but she's going to be in this house home sometimes, so she might get disciplined. Like, how do you? Uh, I don't play that
3: shit. You're not disciplining my kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, mm, you can tell her to stop. You can tell her to sit down. Can, all right, chill out. That's that's about it. But. Whoopings, I'm.
6: Um, I was a I'm, finding, I was talking about discipline. I, I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. like,
3: I'm just using it as an example. Like, if you whoop my kid, I'm gonna whoop you. Like, that.
6: we you call that, that You know, this that. So. Uh, yeah. Parenting. If you whoop my kid, <laughs> I'm
3: gonna whoop you. <laughs> I get I But, can. like, you know, other, like, discipline You know, like, if she talking back, like, all right, go to your room, like, cool. Because if she being disrespectful, of course, you gotta talk to her. You gotta say what you gotta say to her. But, like, you gotta say it in a way, like, you not trying to be her mama. Mm-hmm. Like you just telling her, like as an adult, you gonna respect me. That I can deal with. But anything else other than that, I'm not
2: here for it. I feel like that's sensitive because people like that don't have kids. The way that you might speak to a child or try to discipline them is not gonna come off like in a motherly way. I feel like like mm-hmm. you may love them as you know. You may oh, I love them like they're mine. But if you don't have kids, like me being a mom. If I'm out and I see somebody else's kid doing something I don't feel like it's safe or maybe they shouldn't be doing, I'm going to talk to them like in a corrective but a loving way as if I was talking to my own kid. Mm-hmm. Somebody that doesn't have kids, disciplining somebody else's kid is not going to come off in a motherly way because you don't know that feeling. You don't have that, like, you know, that, like, maternal, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, it's just like you just don't have it. So if you just out talking to somebody else's kid or, or my kid and wanted to discipline my kid, when you correct kids, you know, or you discipline kids, which is correcting their behavior, you have to come from a place of actual, like, you know, like, I care. Like, it has to come from a genuine place. Because you're just yelling at kids to be yelling at kids. They're not going to respect you anyways, you know? Like, they're like, oh, I'm tired of you always telling me what to do. That's how it's always going to be. And they ain't going to respect you because, like, all you do is yell. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think I mind as long as I know that when you're correcting my child's behavior, you're doing it in a way where it shows that you actually care. And not like, oh, I'm fed up Or, you know, I'm tired of this kid She always doing this or something Or You know, it has to come from a loving place And if I see that, then fine Genuinely, I don't really like nobody yelling at my kid I yell at my kid out of frustration And I beat myself up about it So I don't know how I'll feel If I actually heard, you know Like, Mm -hmm. somebody yelling at my child Like, I have But I do make it a point, I will say Co-parenting, like, in my situation If I feel like my daughter is being disrespectful, I will correct her. And I'm going to step back and I'm going to watch. So, like, last week or whatever, my daughter had volleyball practice. I'm there and her stepmom is there. And she had her glasses on. We both noticed. She got up before me. I'm like, her glasses. She was like, I'll grab them. She walks over to my daughter while she's, like, they're playing volleyball. So, she's on the court. So, she says, Sydney, your glasses. My daughter takes the glasses off reaches over. She's on the outside of the court, so they're probably not even, like, a foot away. She's reaching for the glasses, but can't reach it. It's more like my daughter just had to reach over a little bit more to hand them to her. My daughter tossed the glasses on the ground, like, for her to pick up. So, as a mother, I'm offended because you were a reflection of me, and I'm not a rude-ass person. So, there, that was just so disrespectful. So, she looked at me, you know, kind of like, like, did you see that? And I was like, so she was like, you know, she looked at her, and she took a second. She was like... That's unacceptable, which is true, and that's something that I would say also. So then after my daughter came to me, after they got done or whatever, and I said, why would you do something like that? that? was so rude. She was like, well, I was trying to hurry up. I told her, you need to apologize, because that that's not something that's okay. So when she came back, she was just like, I just didn't know if you saw it. I'm like, I saw it, and I don't mind, you know, you correcting her, because at that moment, she needed to know it wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if she would have been like, oh, hell no, why you thought I'm... Pl-? I probably would have lost my mind, just because... Mm-hmm. That's not some way I would have corrected her. So I expect you to be mindful of how I discipline her. And if you want to mock that or mold that into a way, that's fine. But you're not about to be out here cussing and yelling and screaming like a lot of parents do to their kids when that's not something that I do. Yeah, I feel that.
1: But I understand that because my pops used to talk to me crazy. Mm -hmm. And you didn't respect them? Respect them at all. Exactly.
6: You didn't respect (laughs) Drew's? (laughs) I'm
4: All right, next question. Oh, yeah. It was
6: petty. <laughs> it rolled itself. It rolled itself. <laughs> it was petty. So it's been some of the top moments of being a um, like being a parent.
2: Um, going into labor. That,
6: that was seems so e- messy. That was an experience. It's painful. I painful. I
2: never thought I could do something like that. Like, Is the pain really
6: that bad? Like I done stubbed my toe a couple times, and I just knew I was about to die.
2: No, it's, it's honestly. I could not imagine delivering a kid like without medication. I don't I give my like I can't even say props because it's just so much more respect than that for women that have delivered kids like without medication. Yeah, I, I gave could not birth imagine magic. it. You what? I gave birth natural Girl. Birth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. That is beautiful. Like I nope, I can't imagine it. So what
1: it. made you make that decision to have a natural birth?
5: I
2: just don't like
3: what? Hmm. What you say? What say? I'm
4: not talking at all. I can't stand this
3: <laughs> I I just don't like medication. Like I just mm. unless it's like absolutely and I got a high tolerance for pain too. But it's unnecessary. You a psycho. <laughs> yeah.
6: How long were you how long were you in labor for?
3: I was only in labor for four hours too though. Mm. Oh and four hours? People be in labor for, like, 72
0: hours. They did. They did. 14 hours.
2: See? 14. That's 14. wild. Mm-hmm. You're going to leave up labor? When I was actually in, labor in uh, no, probably me more in than that, I was <laughs> in active labor I for 14 <laughs> hours. But I was, like, in laying labor for, like, two days. But they so wanted to keep me at the hospital until. See? That's wild. Yeah, so I got
6: a guy, son, his mom was telling me that, um... The actual pushing the baby out wasn't the hardest part. That was like, she was like, it was the contractions.
4: Mm -hmm. I
3: slept through my contractions. Girl. What? How?
2: (laughs) I was shaking in my boots.
3: My, so, my daughter's, um, grandma on her dad's side was like, I knew when you were having a contraction in your sleep because your feet would, like, jiggle or wiggle or something. And I was like, I don't know.
1: So you just woke up like, all right, it's time to have this baby.
3: Well, they woke me up and was like, we got to check you. And then when they checked me, they was like, you need to push. And I was like, oh, all right.
6: (laughs) Push up. (laughs) Fuck it. I got nothing else to
3: do. All right, let's go.
2: I wish mine was as that. It was not. But I think outside of going into labor, I feel like. When my daughter, like, finally realized who I was. Like, I don't know. It's, it's it's a weird way to put it. But, like, when I first delivered her, she was a, just came out and was real fucking confused. And you know, it's a lot going on. And then uh, we stayed at the hospital. And I think we went home. She slept for a while. And then I remember, her, like, it was, like, in the middle of the night. And she, like, woke up. And I'm just so exhausted. I wanted to cry because I did not want her to be awake. And I was just like. I thought I had a little bit more sleep and then I went I picked her up she was crying like ooh, like you know that meh, meh, that mm-hmm. crying right there <laughs> and I wanted to cry too and I picked her up and she just looked at me and she just stopped crying and it was so weird cause like when people were like you could smile with your eyes like I could I just could feel her like ooh. like that's my mom like you are who I needed and that shit was like oh shit like I'm somebody's mom, like, does she know who I am? Like, mm-hmm. I just kept asking myself, like, does she know it's that who I am? Yeah, like, does mm-hmm. she know who I am? Like, all I had to do was pick her up, and she just was silent, like, and I was like, damn, this shit is real, like, so that, and I think probably school, just because it's, like, a, a big thing, like, school and daycare, like, you just take the But like, damn, like, I got to give my kid away to somebody else for them to watch. Mm-hmm. So that was probably my top three moments so far.
3: I, yeah, I think school was definitely like the biggest, one of the biggest ones. I heard. Well, when she started gymnastics, it was like a big moment too. When she had her little recital, at <laughs> the end. and I was like, "This little girl, really up in here doing flips and tumbles and shit? Like that's crazy."
6: So I feel like we're we're the last generation where we would actually go outside and do stuff, you know. But in today, so but in today's generation, it's more. Inside on my phone on my computer. Though your daughters are a couple years apart, it's like, so how do you plan on? It? So do you get them to try to be more active? I know your daughter does volleyball or gymnastics. I are mean, they on their phones if they have them? Zoe
3: on her phone, but she like being outside. She likes she don't like sitting in the house. Like she prefers to like go out. Like she asks me every day, even when it's snow outside, can I go ride my bike? I be like, girl, no, it's below zero. Is You crazy? Like she want to be outside, so. She 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 different. Like she like if we in the house, she definitely wanna be on her phone because she feels like ain't nothing else for her to do and she don't got no siblings in the house. Apparently so she won't have any siblings.
6: Hmm? I said apparently she won't be having any siblings.
3: Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Unless her unless her daddy get that ain't my business. I mean she got a brother on her dad's okay. side, but he older, so but not not from my ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, I think my kid is active by nature, but I come from an active family, and I think just her, like, already being used to it, like, as she was growing up, like, we, we do this, we go outside, we go to the park, so for her to sit in the house, it's kind of like, why are we not doing anything, like, oh, will we go outside, are we going to ride my bike, she loves riding her bike, I was taking her to slow road, as soon as she learned how to ride a bike, like, when we ride eight miles, and she's just hanging out, so she's very active. She's in a lot of sports. I don't believe in sticking her in front of her iPad. She has one. She has a phone. But I have lived in screen time. Like It's nothing to where all she does is sit in front of a screen. Like She doesn't play video games. Even though her whole class is like addicted to Fortnite. Which is strange. She doesn't play video games. But she has every video game console. I don't know why we bought them all. They honestly just sit there. If y'all know anybody that want to buy all this shit, let me know. <laughs> um... Yeah, she's just active by nature. She don't like it. It ain't there. She does. In the house, she likes to graft. So, for me, I just, I really don't have those issues. I hope as she grows older, she doesn't get tired, though, of being so active. Because she has a very, very busy schedule. And sometimes I do feel bad. Like, damn, like, you know, so one day she said, I don't feel like I really get to be a kid. And at first I was like, damn, that's a up thing to say But at the same time I was like what does being a kid mean Like when I was a kid I was always doing something I was riding my bike outside I was never like just chilling You know like I didn't really have chill time either But it was all just to keep me busy I feel like kids that don't know how To be active Or know how to be bored get in trouble And I think as long as I Keep her active and I keep her You know busy with things that Are beneficial for her future You know and for right now Then I will have those issues later on, like all she did was sit in front of the computer screen, or you know, she was learning stuff on YouTube. Because kids that
3: don't do nothing, they grow up to be lazy. Mm -hmm.
2: They don't have no ambition. They don't. They don't do nothing. I agree. And they learn shit from other people. Mm -hmm. It's like you learn a life from a video game. You learn a life from YouTube. Like you know, people that probably are completely different from the people that you live in the house with, and then they start doing stuff, and you like, damn, why are you acting like that? Like, where you get that from? You need to get it from me. But if I sit you in front of a screen, you know, or TV shows, your habits and your behavior, you know, that's going to pick up from just people on the other side of the screen. And I just don't believe in that.
6: I'm going to ask you this one specifically since your daughter's a little older. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can relate to this. one know was always young. You said five. Mm-hmm. So how do you, let so your daughter, how do you kind of, when do you feel like it's time for me to let her fight her own battle? I guess I'm using yours because she's a little older mm-hmm. versus when you have to step in as a parent.
2: Mm-hmm. I think the trivial things, like small stuff. My daughter is very sensitive. She's always been that way, though. So anything will hurt her feelings, you know. To say, but the little small stuff, like, oh well, they didn't want to play with me because they were playing with somebody else, like, or, well, at lunch today I didn't get to sit next to my best friend. I had to sit across the room, like stuff like that. I hear. I have nothing to do with that. That's something that is like I don't feel like it's. big deal. I don't feel like anybody had intention to hurt your feelings. You know, just kind of like... Just, I guess, life stuff. But when I know that I need to step in... Is if I feel like she's in a situation to where... She's not equipped yet. Like, mentally. Or to be able to vocalize what's going on. Like, if we at the park and there's somebody... You know, a bigger kid messing with my kid. Okay, then I need to step in. Because, one you are not even used to really like you know playing with too much older kids, and it's all now all of a sudden I don't know. I guess it's a warm out. With the big kids coming to the park because they bored now, got shit else to do, or their parents didn't let them play a game. So they on the playground with the smaller kids, you know, trying to debo. No, 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 no. You're <laughs> like, I don't feel like that's a great idea. If you're much bigger than them. Maybe you should just let them go by, you know? Because my daughter's gonna be like, well, that's not nice, and they're gonna be like, get out of here, scrub. And I don't <laughs> have time for that, right. so I'll step in. Or at school, like the little stuff, cafeteria, all that little stuff recess. But when she was like going through like a situation get bullied and her doing what I told her to do, ignore her, walk away, you know, stay away from her wasn't working, then I knew I needed to step in. Because if I'm telling you to do what I believe is the right thing and what I want you to do, that's not working, and then you telling the teacher it's not working, then as an adult and as your mother, it's my time to That's when, you know, this battle doesn't become your own. Like, I'm going to have your back. Yeah,
3: I ain't got there yet.
2: Yeah. I mean, she... And Zoe is...
3: A bully. (laughs) 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 Zoe pick on my nieces, and they both, like, they 9 and 12. So, she pick on them. So, it's... I gotta get on her to chill out, versus like dig into them to leave her alone. It's
2: the other way around, so I ain't got there yet. You don't think we may not even have to fight her battle? It yeah, might just be she, something where she just always gonna hold her own, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's who I am as a person. And I wish my daughter was not a bully, but she was more like to a point where she couldn't be bullied. Like mm-hmm. your daughter probably is just not gonna be able to be bully because people yeah. already gonna know. Like, yeah, she's not having it, so I am mm-hmm. gonna leave Zoe alone. <laughs> but my daughter's like, she's so nice. Like, whatever. I feel like because she doesn't have that you know even willing to you know mess with older kids or bully anybody that that's why I go through what I go through with you know her you know being bullied because she is nice.
1: So at what age do you think you're gonna let y'all gonna let your kids be like a little bit more independent and making like decisions and stuff like that because when I was like 12 like my mom was over my shit with like going to church. So I was just like, I don't want to go no more. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: little boy said, I'm sick of this church. I'm tired of this church.
1: Because <laughs> I made her life so much hell having a, you know, getting me ready every week <laughs> and stuff like that. So it got to a point where she was just like, all right, you make the decision. Do you Are you going today? Yeah. And I was just like, no, I'm good. <laughs> But, also, I was able to be, like, a little bit more independent before a lot of other kids. Because, like, in the third grade, I used to have to come home for, to myself. Like, my mom didn't Same get off to five. So, from three to five, she was like, don't open the door for nobody. You there by yourself. Don't turn on the stove. So, at what age you think you would be able to, be, like, you know, give her, you know, take the leash off? I have no
2: idea. And it's frightens me. Because I was walking home from school in third grade and fourth grade. I was picking my little sister up, you know. Shopful. We was Korea. going to school. And I lived, shit, I lived in Gloucester, so it was small. Already, everybody knows everybody. My school was probably like, I think, two or three blocks from my house. I had to walk, you know, me and my sister, we got to go home. And then we stay at home until my yeah. mother, my stepdad came home. I, I could never imagine my daughter at nine years old even walking up the street to school it just, I don't know, I'm, I don't know if I'm scared because the times have changed, you know, definitely or scared. I'm like, because it's more world. like, I'm just scared, I don't know if it's because I don't believe in her, or I don't feel like she can, or just, I'm just scared because of everything that's going on in the world, like, I don't know
6: which one it is. Yeah, I was gonna ask, is that, is it a like I said, is it an age thing, or is it kind of like, you know, like, when I see it, I don't know. I don't
2: know. I just think the times is just too fucked up for me to even put my daughter in a situation to where she is vulnerable like that right now. Like I'm overprotective and I don't ever want to be that mom. Shit happens so quickly, right? Every time you see somebody on the news, what is it? It was just two seconds. I looked away for two seconds. She only went to the bus stop a minute ago. You know, like, it only takes five minutes from the bus to come pick her up from the time she's standing at the corner. Like, shit like that. I can't do, like, it gives me chills even thinking about it, like, because shit happens so quickly, and then I never want to look back and be regretting you know, like, I gave you that that inch, you know, of responsibility and I regret it for the rest of my life, so I'm kind of just like nah, like, when she's older of course I know it will come, but that's because I have to let go I have to let you drive, you know, I have and even still, like, I'm still even scary about that, but I feel like maybe then we'll decide but as far as like small stuff like I don't ask her if she want to go to church that's just not something I feel like I mean if you don't want to go then you're going to go and that's just like <laughs> I just tell her like you don't rush it like you know it, unfortunately like that's how it sucks to be a kid like but I was a kid's kid like ain't no grown ups over here get out my mouth type of you know but that's I think that's what makes me a respectful adult because I knew there was lines like alright I'm a kid. I gotta. I can't ask where we're going. I gotta sit back and hush. Like, sit back and ride. Be a kid. Little stuff. what do you want to wear today? Would you like to eat? I'm gonna make the menu for this week. You know, for dinner. Throw in your options. I'll throw something in there. You know, do you want to do your chores now? You know, or do you want to have screen time? Like stuff like that. I do give her choices on. But she got options on what she get to eat. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm nice, but that's the thing. <laughs> I, you go. You gotta sit at the table and eat what you want, but. I'm not inconsiderate to the point. It's like, okay, cool. I know I get tired of eating the same shit when I was a kid, so that's just me, like being a mom. Like, I don't want to fucking eat spaghetti again. <laughs> so now I'll be like, you know, do you still want to do ta- Taco Tuesday or Tuesday, or do you want to do something in place of it? Like, I'll give you that much. That's just because I have the luxury doing have We was just eating whatever I was making. You wouldn't have no fucking choice, you know. But because I can do that, then it's kind of like, okay, I'll throw that in there, you know, being nice or you want ice cream or Starbucks, like small shit that I have the luxury of asking her, does she, you know, pick or choose, but not off like, I don't want to do this because I don't feel like it today. No. Nah. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> she, don't, she don't have that. And She never will. It
1: took me 20 years to eat cabbage again. I ate cabbage for the first time Saturday. How was it? In 20 years. It's straight. <laughs>
3: That ain't what you said. You said it was... You said... What you saying? Why think... y'all ain't tell me this shit wasn't nasty?
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was straight.
3: It was straight. <laughs> I told you it wasn't nasty.
4: Your daughter have choices. Nasty.
3: She... No. So
4: mm-hmm. she five, though. She
3: don't got... She can pick her outfit for school. hmm Like, That's it's like, like little stuff you slide in like here. Like, little her. stuff. But, like, even... Even then, like, she'll pick mm-hmm. out... She, like... Mm-hmm. She colorful and she'll pick out stuff that don't match. And I'll be like, you're not wearing that, sis. (laughs) So let's pick between these two things. Yeah, so now I got to give her two options or something for her to make it look right. But, I wouldn't always like that. But see, I think her daddy give her more power at his house. So when she come to my house, she be like... You got to remind her. Yeah, and I be like, listen... You want to go live with,
1: with that ass? You can pack up and roll out. Like, this is not flying in my house, man. It's not. You're not even, I'm not even gonna play with you. At I got all. that, threat like a hundred times. Man, I swear. I you wasn't like that.
2: Pops, was like, you got this one, Shannon. <laughs> <This> <laughs> I used to let my daughter pick and choose everything. Because my whole, like, like I said, I didn't always have help. Like, you I I didn't always have to help. I didn't always live around family and I used to just be so frustrated and so tired all the time. It was like whatever, I don't care. I was that mom like and now I I see moms like that and I'm just like not from a judgy place but it's like damn you gotta stop because I know like when I when I reach my limit and realize like my daughter really don't fucking respect me. I was like all oh, this shit gonna change and I was just like oh no I want her to be free and I want her to have opinions and I don't really care I don't feel like dealing with it go ahead and then somebody told me one time like it was actually my boyfriend he had told me a couple of years ago I was in a car I picked her from school we talking I'm on the phone but I'm talking to her and we just start arguing me and my daughter he like why you always arguing with her I'm like huh He like y'all always arguing y'all always going back and forth I'm like Oh, she just be talking crazy to me like but well, why and i'm like dad, stop thinking about it I'm like damn i do always argue with this little girl she's like six seven at the time I'm like damn we are always arguing and i just be like whatever i don't care go ahead i don't care so i be like all right this is this is I'm like you know it's not too bad she don't go she never went too far though but then one day we went to 7-eleven i was picking her for school we always go to 7-eleven my daughter like i'm real like overprotective. with her you about a lot of shit, like down to sugar. She never had a lot of sweets or nothing. She always ate, like, food. Mm-hmm. Never had a cavity in, in nine years. I'm, like, so proud of that. I don't know. I be seeing kids with rotten ass mouths, mm-hmm. and I just be like, whoo, like, we we got past that. So she wanted a Slurpee, and I think she wanted a donut or some candy or something. I was like, you know, it's not happening. No. Like, you got a Slurpee, you got a small one. Be happy, and let's go. So she asked me again, me in line at this point, like we're walking towards the line. She picked up some candy and I was like, that's a joke if you think you're going to get that. Put it down. So she puts it down. She took her little selfie. She was like, you the joke. Oh. Y'all. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I was walking a little oh. bit in front of her and it was yeah, my daughter and it was my boyfriend and I turned around and everybody in the 7-Eleven, yeah. I see, he was like, talking to her, he looked up at me, and I guess the look in my eyes looked like a psychopath. He just grabbed my shoulders and turned me around. So the people in line, you know, it's a whole bunch of white people in line, they just looking at me like, like what you gonna do? You gonna black mama cut up? And I was just like, you know, that postie be like, I'll knock all this shit over. That's, I was ready to tear 7-Eleven up. And then I got in the car, and I was just so mad. I was mad all the way home. I ain't say nothing else to her ass. And she hit me with the, mommy, stop talking to me. Like, we got all the way to the house. I was still so mad. I had to go in the basement. I'm down there pacing back. where he came downstairs, he's like, what's wrong? I started crying. He's like, why was you crying?
5: I'm like, that shit.
2: i fucking escaping. And I wanted to... Pu- I'm like, I never felt like this. He's like, what you mean? I said, I almost punched my own kid in her mouth. I have never felt like this. Like... I couldn't believe that shit. I was like, oh no, I
6: see. See, I'm petty as hell. I'll grab that slurry. i paid for the slurry. <laughs> Grabbed
2: it. <laughs> you <got this> <laughs> oh, you was going to pour it out?
6: Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm petty though. Y'all, I'm, all I'm telling
2: right? y'all, I was, all was right. mad as hell. I was turned around. He just turned my shoulders and turned around. I was ready to just mop, like right in her mouth. And I was like, this is my kid. I never wanted to hear her in the face.
6: <laughs> I know you are. I know, of course, you all. I know, of course, you love your children. Mm-hmm. But, one thing I don't have any kids. And <laughs> time, I don't have any kids, and I'll be over people. I mean, of course you're always gonna love your daughter. Mm-hmm. But some yeah. days you be like, nigga, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: I can tell you every day I'm <laughs> like, doing. Get out my face. <laughs> gone somewhere. Just gone.
2: Yes. Like every day I tell her. My daughter don't know how to shut up. She talks a lot. She probably get it honest, but sometimes, like especially when she gets real tired, she will talk herself to sleep to the point where I was looking back like she ain't shut the fuck up in two hours she just been talking about nothing even if I don't respond she will keep going and then she can start getting aggravating with those why is this or why is that shit I don't have answers for and I just be like I'm not in the mood I love you very much and I'm not trying to be rude but I really need you to be quiet like please I don't want to yell I don't want to get frustrated but can you please be quiet she be like I'm talking a lot <laughs> <laughs> I'm over you. Like shut the hell up. But that's the shit that nobody ever wanna like actually admit. Like your yeah. character is so beautiful. Yeah, it has beautiful really? moments. Yeah. But guess what? Other times I'll be like, alright, it's not it's not Friday yet. Damn, okay. Alright. We got one more day. We got one more day. You up out of here. Where is your daddy? Yesterday I was so ready for the nigga to come get her. I, yo, he like, I'm leaving the house. Twelve minutes. Alright, twelve minutes go by. I went in the store shop. All right, cool. We just waiting in the parking lot. I call him and said, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I text dog. Can he read it. No, for real, I'm on board.
4: All right.
2: 40 fucking minutes later. Where you said you was at again? Come get her. She's about to be on the corner there. What were the nine miles? Pick her ass up. Because she asked me one more time, where you at? I, I'm tired. I'm tired. I need a break. Like... But I, I'm glad that I get a break and I don't have to worry. Like, I know she's going over there. Like, I don't have to call and see what's going on. I don't gotta find no babysitter. Like, I'll be over her ass. For sure.
6: Earlier when I walked in here, um, McFly and our guest Jay today was talking about, I guess DJ Talley bought his son a Rolex. And his yes. son is like, how old is he on? Like, three? He
1: bought him when he was like one. Uh-huh.
2: Future did too.
6: And then, yeah, Future. Yeah, actually, I think
1: that's you Future bought this five year old a Rolex. How do y'all feel about
2: expensive gifts? Um, not here for it. Very not here for it. <laughs> Only because, and the thing is, I'm going to start by saying they're in a whole nother tax bracket for me. So, if you decide to buy your child a Rolex, and you have the intentions on, you know, using it as an investment and him not walking around wearing it every day, do what you do. You got more money, you know what I mean. You clearly know what you're doing. or you have, You could do it. I don't believe in expensive gifts for my child. And I don't even... I can't even say expensive because shit is expensive nowadays. Extravagant gifts for my child because I need to keep her level-headed at nine years old because I already have my moments where I'm like, okay, I need you to remember that you're still a kid and you don't have no money and you don't pay for shit. Mm -hmm. One. And two, like even if... Like I said, even with the video games and stuff like that. You got every game console. You know, we just wanted to do it. But I need you to understand that this is not reality for a lot of kids. And I need you to be here, you know, grounded. Like, don't be ashamed of who you are. But don't ever get it twisted thinking that because somebody wanted to buy you, you know, an expensive gift that you're, you know, you can brag on. Like, I can't picture. Granted, I, I don't believe, like, Future Son is lazy five. He don't have a personality. He's—I feel like he's very soft-spoken. But I know some five-year-olds that be talking shit like grown-ass men mm-hmm. and walking around here like, Yeah cause my daddy bought me a Rolex and your daddy broke." Type shit. Like, She's I never <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I don't feel like giving kids like gifts like that or, or dressing them in like expensive clothing that they can't pronounce, don't understand. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Bro. Don't understand or shit like this. Like, it's just placing them. I don't know how to explain it It It's basically like you teaching them to be materialistic At a very young age They have no idea of the concept You know of like What shit is worth Mm -hmm. Like you don't understand You know the worth or the value of things in life So why would I throw all this shit at you Or on you You know and expect you to grow up to be Not an asshole person
1: I think um, growing up I was very spoiled because I was the only child for 15 years. So it's 15 years separated. Me and my little brother. So I had a grandma. My mom and my auntie. They bought me everything I wanted. So being like that. So when I got to be a dog. I think it hindered me in situations. Where it's kind of like. If I want something. I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Like What's <laughs> the consequences on me buying that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy that thing. I'm like, like the older I get, yeah. the better I am with it. Mm-hmm. But like exactly. certain things, it's kind of like, yo, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna buy that shit. And <laughs> <laughs> they gonna be eating bologna sandwiches for. Uh, <laughs> right, but I got what I but.
2: wanted. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot of responsibility in raising kids because what people might think is like, oh well, I dress like this, so I'm gonna dress my kid like this.
1: See, that was my well, where you- Exactly,
2: and what are you really, like, what are you really teaching your kid? Like, it's a lot of responsibility in teaching them, you know, the value of things, you know, like, self-worth. Like, it's a lot of, a lot of, like, responsibility when you have to teach your kids about this stuff. But most people just look at it like, well, I, I wear this, so I, my kid can't wear this? Or, you know, I like expensive things, so I'm gonna throw it on my child. But for somebody that doesn't have a sense of value, like, what is the point? Like, when they grow up and they like, oh well, I want, I don't want those shoes. Them not Gucci, you know. I don't want that. Then, then you gonna be offended. Like, well, what's wrong with those? Or you know, right. other people wear those. Well, I'm not other people. Then you get that that shit right there. That oh, the world owe me something, or you know, privileged, you know, kids. That shit is. it starts from like being a parent, and that comes from parenting. But I don't feel like people even. How do I, say it? I don't want to call people stupid. But um, are they, yeah, people they are, are fucking dumb. Yeah. I don't feel like it's people like we even done. have the mental yeah. capacity to look beyond throwing this shit on their kids and putting it on Instagram and feeling like, oh, damn, my kid got on these Balenciagas. I'm going to get a thousand likes type shit. And I feel like that shit is real sad and it's sick. Mm-hmm. And that's our fucking sick ass generation.
1: I think my mom's viewpoint on a lot of things was growing up, she didn't get a lot of stuff.
2: Like a lot of people.
1: So her main thing was. <laughs> My child gonna have a way better life than mm-hmm. me, so you know.
2: But I feel like there, like I said, there's so much responsibility in that. Like for me, I got a lot of stuff, right? But I feel like I got a lot of I, I was spoiled, right? But my home life wasn't the best. So for me, growing up, it's like, oh well, I don't, I didn't feel like my mom loved me, right? So I'm gonna love my daughter, and I'm gonna let her do whatever it is she wants to do because. At one point in time, that was my, my view of love. Like, oh, well, if I let her do whatever she wants, she's going to love me so much. Because I just felt like my mom didn't love me. And she ain't never want me to do shit and all this stuff. And she her, was never really focused on me. So if I just focus on her and let her have the world, then I'm going to be a great mom. That shit blew up in my face. So it's like taking what you, didn't, what you lacked as a child and trying to give that to your child. You have to really like look at it in a realistic way, like then you gotta find
3: the balance. Exactly.
2: You mm-hmm. have to find the balance. If there is no balance and you can't look at it like from a real point of view, like damn, how is this gonna affect my child in the future? Like you can't just people be out here parenting recklessly. I feel like that's another topic I need to add to my list. <laughs> but <coughs> ain't you know, it's cause it's not a rule book to it. But there's a lot of responsibility and a lot of people just feel like, Oh, well this is my kid, I'm gonna do what I want this kid has to go out to the world and it has to be, you know, somebody that somebody's going to deal with. This mm-hmm. is going to be a regular civilian like the fucking rest of us and people are going to have to put up with the ways that you have made acceptable for them. That's some deep ass shit if you really think mm-hmm. about it. Like A lot of people that you probably don't like and you look at me like, damn, I can't stand that motherfucker. Everything that they did and who they are is a reflection of how they're Parents, parents, and nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Now there are some people out here that got some dope ass fucking parents, and they just pieces of shit, you know. And that's probably because they had some underlying issues that nobody really got to the bottom of. But it's a lot of hurt ass adults out here because they're ch- as child as children, and their inner child is out here like, damn, screaming at the world. But they really mad because shit that happened to them. So I feel like my biggest goal in life is like, I want to raise a healthy, fully functioning adult. Like, you know, mm-hmm. with manners and respectful. And if I do that then I really ace this parenting shit, like mm-hmm. and that's it.
6: So i got like a little two part question. Since um since both of you have daughters, do you feel like if you had a son you might um raise him a little different? So I feel like, like I said I don't have any kids, so I feel like they mm-hmm. have to I feel like they would be raised different, like, that might be a biased opinion.
4: I don't know.
3: I think and the reason why I don't know is because Zoe is a tomboy like I was. Like she, <laughs> you know, I don't know, because I feel like she pop off at the mouth sometimes, and I feel like little boys do that too. Like they get and they little feel feelings about what they want to do and how they want to do it, and they yell at their mamas too. So it's you get popped in the mouth too, son. You ain't you know like it's. Mm, I don't really think it'd be nothing like too different until like they get up age like in their teens to where you gotta like alright you kinda gotta treat them differently just because of like hormones and all of that type of shit but
2: at her age I don't think so Mm, I think I would not in a lot of ways but smaller ways like of course like when it comes to manners I want I teach my daughter you treat people how you wanna be treated you treat everybody with respect no matter who they are right so I'm gonna tell my son that too but also, as a man, you need to respect women, you know, like like they were me. And, you know, I, I'm not going to – I won't say, like, oh, my daughter got to be out here treating, you know, women like, oh, queens are opening doors and then shit for them. But I will tell that to my son. I will teach him to be shivers because that's what the world needs. And that's the type of, you know, reflection I want on myself. I don't want my son, like, with <laughs> one little fucking boy, I could have kicked his ass in the back of the head. And I started tapping <laughs> him on the shoulder like, who raised you? Because I was about to go in blaze. He went in before me. He looked at me. And I think he was thinking, like, should I open the door? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, open the door. hold the door. And then he let that bitch close as soon as I was about to grab. That
6: was so bad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but that's... I couldn't even be mad. At, like, at first I was mad. I said, I'm like, damn, who... Like, nobody taught you that. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you, was, if you were raised by, you know, a dad or a two-parent home that just didn't feel like that was okay. Or if you, you know, or you was raised by a mom that was just, like, never experienced that... And she didn't know to tell you that, I can't really be upset. But at the same time, it's like, damn, I like, really don't have no fucking manners. I would, tell my so- I would teach my son those things. I wouldn't necessarily tell my daughter. You know, I tell my daughter to hold the door open for people. But I wouldn't say, make sure that as a man, you know, if there's a woman coming, like, you're going to treat them like, I- like they're me because you need to be respectful. And I think also with the way <sighs> that they handle their emotions, I wouldn't teach them too differently. But I, I-, I think. That's hard because, like, when y'all was kids, we were all allowed to cry.
1: Uh, As boys, I never cried for real. for But other did self, anybody like... tell you that it wasn't okay? No,
2: no. So, like, if somebody wasn't like, you know, they'd be like, "Man, Except stop acting I've like a, a little, little girl," you know, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like yeah, my older brothers was doing that though. Yeah, like, that's very, years yeah, years yeah. That's very. That's a very touchy subject for me because I don't ever want my son to feel like he can't cry. Like I'm saying, my son, because I'm going to be son. I don't ever want to feel like he can't cry, but also I need him to know that as a man, the most important thing that he can do is learn how to handle his emotions. So it's like I tell my daughter now, like, okay, work it, work through it, you know, and move on. But it's more like a, you can cry, you know, as a boy, you can cry as a man, but the way you process your emotions is very, very, very important. Her, more like, I know you're sensitive, you're a girl, whatever. So, yeah, probably I will parent them a little different.
6: So, when they do get older and start dating, homecoming, prom, stuff like that, what advice would y'all give them? you figured mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, I don't like to think about it.
2: Mm-hmm. It's actually we like, when I get to that point in the future, it's like this black wall. I can't see past that.
6: What yeah. advice would <laughs> you give them to you <laughs> something to
1: Hey, man, be like your dad. Pops is a wonderful individual. He's like, so you good if you don't hit that pussy? Oh, my gosh. You
3: know what? I'm over it. I cannot.
1: See, my thing is... I don't even want to say what I'm going to say because this nigga going to say something. (laughs) I got got it right now. So, like... Growing up, I never had a real...
4: Lie,
1: lie you want to. <laughs> no, so, <laughs> I'm talking during my interview. <laughs> I'm talking during my interview. I never really had a male influence, for real, for real. Like, I had a pops, but he never influenced me to do a lot of things. You know? No,
2: that's real shit. He
1: was just there, you feel he, what I'm saying? Like, what People don't realize that. like, the day I beat him in Madden was the day I stopped paying attention to anything he said to me. I don't play that shit So everything I learned I learned from my mom I'm My IT My pops are just around Yeah So When I If I have a son How I'm going to raise my son Is going to be totally opposite Of how my pops Me and my pops get along mm-hmm. right? You feel me To this day Like when we talk on the phone It's just It's a conversation But it's not really a conversation It's just like Alright sure. Okay. I'm good. You good? All right. I will call you.
6: What? No yeah,
1: I'm not gonna call you. Too. Yeah. Same. I love it. But with that, I have a sister. Also, mm. me and my sister don't have a relationship because me and my pops don't have a relationship. Now, me as an adult, can I be the bigger person and be like reach out to my sister? Yes, but it's kind of like reaching out to a person you don't know. Mm. Right. So to me, it's hard. Like you feel know I me. Mean? Because I'm a person. I keep to
6: myself. <laughs> so.
2: Yeah. Hey, thank
6: you. What about you? you got going to ask the question. You ain't going to no answer here. Oh, I was just asking questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to tell him. I'm going to be that. Because I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna try to get it, especially once he's older. Like, I was a certain way in high school. I yeah. get it. I'm going to tell him, like, listen. Just be smart. Just be
1: smart. Hey, listen, bro. Your mom is tripping. I know.
6: I, I <laughs> I'm not trying to hear her mouth, so I got to say something to you. Yeah. But also, I'm still, t- still t- telling to be smart. You know, just because like, because my mom, my pops wasn't really, my pops was, he lived down the street, but I can't, I can say I was raised by my mom. So I would just tell him one thing my mom taught me: if it's that easy, you don't want it. Really? Yeah. Like, listen, bro. Just because she offering you something, you don't have to take it. Just be smart. I'm telling you, just be smart. That's all I got. That's it? Oh, just be smart. Just be smart. It's, it's, I, I it's have short siblings. I can't even morning.
2: picture me giving just, my daughter advice about boys yet, though. Like, about, well, I, I just,
6: hmm. I feel like kids grow up. So, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a son, too. I'm speaking that into the distance. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, listen, bro. Walk to his room one day. <laughs> no, 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 no. Man, yes, sir, hey, listen, don't be wearing my shoes no more. I know he's over his kids. Man, that's my kid now. I'm gonna be that's
2: like, like
6: uh, I feel like kids are I feel like kids grow up a lot faster now. Mm. I'm gonna be like, you know what sexy is like, yeah, they am gonna be like, all right, good talk.
1: Yes. That was literally my talk with like yeah. my Some kids don't. Like yeah. as
2: kids yeah. in my daughter's class, they be talking crazy. And yeah. then she come back and ask me, like, nothing like? <clears throat> <laughs> ooh, ooh.
6: so how yeah that, that's a that's actually a great question so how if she does ask you a question that you feel like she's really not ready for the answer that's like like let's say tomorrow I you out.
2: I, I didn't want to but I had to because <clears throat> somehow we said such and such said in class that babies come from that. she said but you said that they just cut all babies out shit yeah <laughs> she was like well then why would people push babies out in the movies babies are cut out I mean it's just movies, it's not real just like you know, scary movies it's all <laughs> and then you know <laughs> other times my lies backfire a lot of times like when it comes to like, the whole menstrual cycle thing she's like well why is that I don't know sometimes you just get sick you know every month but you'll be okay <laughs> I'm not ready but I'm not ready so she's what? She's she she just, like, every,
4: every month at the same time
3: you be <laughs> like, okay
4: <laughs> you know, um,
3: uh, I think if Zoe was like I mean she she has no clue about none of that yet but I feel like if she was like asking I'd just be like you ain't even ready. Right like go on somewhere don't ask me no shit like that uh, when it's your time to know we'll talk about it but, it, ain't, it ain't your time right but now. with
1: technology like say she asked you that question if she she, she can ask Siri that same question. <laughs> she can.
3: And then if she and then she asks Siri, and she'd be like, Ma, like, look at whatever, whatever. Then I guess I'm going to have to explain it in detail. <laughs> because to I'm to not, is it you? <laughs> 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 the disabled
1: Siri in that phone. One day I had to ask her, like, you're probably
2: a liar or something. she was like, no, okay. Like Siri has fucking <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. But sometimes Siri don't even know what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah. I turned it off. She was, she ruled halftime.
6: When y'all first got when you two first got pregnant, did you want a girl?
3: No. Yeah, I cried. I boo cried.
2: I wanted a girl. You wanted a girl, so you wanted a boy.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: I've always wanted a son, and I used to dream about her, and it was a boy. I don't know what happened. Like, I cried so hard. The doctor was German. He was just like in his little accent. He was like, "Are okay?" I was in there on my side, like. <laughs> I, I was distraught, honestly, and then I had to take a step back. Like at the end of the day, like I'm being real selfish. Like <laughs> I don't. It's just, it is what it is. Like I can't pick, I can't choose. Like, I got what I got. So long
6: as see she was healthy, that's really know. Yeah, you and that's why I
2: had to do. Like, I was upset. So like now when I be seeing like the gender reveal videos and shit. People be crying. I I was crying. So I can't even say like, oh, people like, I can't believe it. No, I cried.
6: I feel like I couldn't have a gender reveal party just because I want a boy, and if it's a daughter, you you don't want to get you're just gonna, you you're just gonna see my you're gonna
2: exactly. see my exactly, and that's why you watching me. You be like,
6: damn, hey, that's right. bold. I don't want my kid to see that. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Everybody go home. Wrap yeah.
6: this shit right. up. <laughs> <laughs> grab this shit up. I'm All right. <laughs> I'm
2: glad I didn't have a gender reveal because if I was booing like that, she probably would have felt the way when she got over and watched me. Like, damn, why would have cried so hard?
6: Here's a joke. Yes, I, Here's was a joke. I was happy. I was happy. why you said fuck yeah. <laughs> <Here's>
2: <laughs> a You said you could have it. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean yeah.
6: it. Just don't put the camera on. Me. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. yeah, just don't, just did, don't put the camera on me right at here. all. <laughs> Alright. So, was y'all happy during your pregnancy? No. I was miserable.
3: I was not miserable. I, I my pregnancy, well, I was high risk pregnancy, but. I I was on um, various, so I was
1: like. Oh, So you was chilling.
3: I was chilling. <laughs> so. I think I think people when they be pregnant, they be having to like move around and go to work still and shit. Like that's kind, it, kind of like just put a toll on you because you got a whole human growing inside of you. Mm-hmm. You got all type of other stress at work. You got to come home, cook, clean, and do all this other shit. Still, as a woman, like mm-hmm. being a pregnant woman, it'd be extra. But like, I was at the crib, like. <laughs>
2: This what pregnant feel like. Amen. Oh, I can do this. Until I had her, and I was like,
3: "Oh, fuck no! I gotta find a babysitter. I gotta get to work. Mm-hmm. I gotta buy diapers." Oh, fuck no! I'm not doing
2: this again. Mm-hmm. I was just sad because I was. I felt like I was 20, but I was still a kid mentally. I was still still very immature in a lot of ways, and I didn't understand exactly what I was like getting into, or like what was about to happen for my life. Because I was already, I was like, oh no, at first I was like, yeah, like, I'm married, like, I'm stable, I have a career, like, I pay my own bills, like, I was like, oh, this is a perfect time for her to come. And then, like, slowly but surely, like, my, my, my personal life was, like, just too much to handle. And I was at work, and I wasn't, like, at a regular job, like, I was in the military, so I had crazy fucking work schedule. And then I had to still do all that shit and be pregnant. At the same time, I still had to go home and I was lonely as hell because all my family was in the States. So I just spent like that time just, you know, really like wallowing like, damn, like this is about to happen. Nobody's going to be here when she's born. Like it wasn't like as exciting as like most people's, you know. But, so I wasn't, I was really sad. Not that like sad like I was about to be a mom, but sad that I felt like I was doing everything alone. And like I didn't have a village back then, so I was just really like anxious about it. I'm like now I get why people are like, oh yeah, like I used to say this all the time, like I never want to be 40 having a kid. I never want to be 35 and pregnant. Now I'm like shit. I'm about to be 30 next year. I'm like I could have a baby at 34. Like I, I can plan it like that because I know that my life is so much more secure, and like my next pregnancy will be beautiful. You know, like. Really beautiful, like I will feel like I will be able to actually enjoy it and be able to take it in, like for what it is, and it won't be stressful and it won't be like all the other stitches, like she said, like having all that other stuff going on in the background. I will honestly be able to take care of myself, you know, take care of my child that I'm growing, and just live, you know, comfortably and have a comfortable pregnancy.
6: So, do those nine months happen quick? They go slow, slow as hell. Slow, slow as, slow as, hell. Slow as hell. The slowest,
2: slowest year of my life. Slow. Like, you know how time Especially flies. Especially if you're pregnant, like, during the summertime. Mm-hmm. is literally the slowest, like. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because you count it. Probably. Yeah, like, or you, what. You,
3: like, you mentally counted, like, mm-hmm. 21 weeks now. So I got 19.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's not a... That's a long-ass time. That's a long-ass time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
6: got anything else? In the
1: no, man. I've learned everything I need to learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I asked. I got one question. Do you find yourself censoring yourself in front of your kids? What you mean? Like things you say, mm-hmm. uh, how you do things. Mm-hmm. Because, like growing up, like uh, like I said, me and my little brother fifteen years apart. So, funny, as a teenager, I was reckless talking, <laughs> but I'm not noticing it until my little brother is picking up things. Like call
2: me a bitch, nigga. And he was like, "Wait, <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> Man,
1: Like for the longest, he had the hardest time to tell him not to say <laughs> nigga because we said nigga so much around him. He thought it was okay. Yeah,
2: mm, yeah, all the time. Like I censor what I say. I censor the type of music that we listen to. Like what she can watch on TV. You know, she on a restricted. You know. Xfinity orange, you can't get on this Netflix restricted like everything is censored the way I carry myself And I have to I always c- try and correct myself like I don't do it all the time, but I always try to remind myself that, Like especially in traffic. I be nutting up on people like I was like, oh, the coolest person ever when I get in traffic like I am a whole fucking animal and I don't know why Everything about cars and traffic gives me anxiety. I'd be ready to snap, like, and I'd be cussing people out, like, you, be? like, shit. I would never say, like, <laughs> I'd be snapping to my daughter, she's like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yes, I'm fine." So I now I have to like, I got a little fidget cube to, to use in the damn car. Like, shit, I ain't to myself, like, okay, when I'm in the car, all the stuff that I would never say outside of the car, I'd be cussing people out, like, and she'd just be sitting back there, like. I know, never talked to like, like, and she'll ask me, are you like, damn, I'm acting, probably acting like a psychopath right now, like, but I can't stand traffic. So I like, all right, reel it in. What other people say when people cuss around my kid, I will correct them. <laughs> like, you know, or like people's like, talk about shit. Like, you know, that's not a kid conversation or when she knows the TV's on and it's not like animal planet. She got to go upstairs. Like, I don't play that. I don't play what I do around her and other people that are around her. That's what, going back to saying, like, you just can't have anybody watching your kids. Mm-hmm. Because the influence is so, like, it's going to be there. So if they at their house watching shit, you know, they watching power and sex scenes and shit come on. My kid walk through the living room. Like, that's not okay for me. And it
3: and it's quick. Like, mm-hmm. it only takes one time. And then she come home and be like, mm-hmm. I saw this and I'm like, what you talking exactly. about? Exactly. Like, you saw what, where, and yeah. with, what,
2: who? Like... And, and, they can't unsee what they see exactly and then you got to explain and ask this shit i'm not willing to do i censor things because i don't feel like it's age appropriate it's kid appropriate a lot of people they don't censor their kids at all there's some kids that said some shit to me as a grown-ass woman and i have been offended you know like kids talking about like part of my language but faggots and shit like that like oh yeah he called me a faggot at school excuse me like don't use that word in front of me you know But do you know what that means? Why did they say that to you? Shit like that. It's like, damn. You said it to my daughter and she would just be like, what is that? You know, like, is that a bad word? Because she's not, you know, she don't have a negative connotation to it because she's never heard it or seen anybody use it in a positive or negative way. And that can't be positive. But like shit that that I wouldn't do can be picked up from anybody. So I'm going to censor it. I'm going to make sure whoever's around her understands that me as a parent, I'm not going for that shit. I'm not with that shit. And I say bad words, but shit, hell, damn, is the extent of it, you
6: know. So how do you how do you feel like you navigate or coach your way through when it's not just from anyone, it's from mm-hmm. the father, and they're at their house, you know, they have their own set of rules. He know I don't play that shit. Oh, because then you got to deal with you. Mm-hmm. Type of <laughs> like, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't trying to hear your mama more. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't yeah. trying to hear her. Yeah, voice. My,
3: my, like, I'm, I don't know, like, I'm a knee freak, so, like, it be little shit that he know I'll pop off about, like, like little shit like if i send her and her hair done and she come back and she got three barrettes missing he know i'm popping off like little shit like if i send her with you and her clothes clean and then she come back and she got chocolate he told her the other day he was like your woman gonna kill me because i gotta let you eat this chocolate and you put it over your clothes you damn fucking right <laughs> <laughs> you buy this outfit and you
2: about to buy her
3: another i'm well, sure gonna be that yeah.
6: hey listen to your, mama. No. Yeah, listen, listen to your mom yeah but that's how
2: it's always been even since like before we split up it was always like, I was the disciplinarian, and he just liked like, you know. The cool one. Yeah, just always. there. It's I'm sure i going the cool one. I'm
6: um, sure nice i gonna be the cool one. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, chill out. Listen. Yes. Listen. I, listen, I get it. I get it. When I, <laughs> no, when I
1: leave, no. eat the chocolate when I leave. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be responsible for this, bro.
2: But then now, it, it, sometimes she'll be like, like, oh, well, I, get, I go to bed at 930 at your house. She's about to leave with them. We leave from practice. I'm like, all right, you're going with your dad. She's like, but can I come home today? Mm-hmm. No. I don't want to go to bed at, at 8.30. That's not my house. That's not my room. I ain't got it. <laughs> <a room. laughs> can you just tell them that at I, I cannot. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Will you? Sorry. Like, it's certain it's stuff that I don't hard. have a, you know, I don't have a saying. But it's certain stuff that I do have a saying. I don't care whose house it is. Like, that's something. Like, my daughter used to say, say what to people? Because over there it was acceptable because there's some Caucasian people around and over there. And one day I had witnessed her, you know. One of them called her name. And she was like, what? <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> I, got you- I was already confused that she said what. But what fucked me up is that she walked away after she said what. Oh, she
6: was a boss, okay. <laughs> and I was
2: like... And at this point, I was like taking... I was doing photography or whatever for the event. And, everyone, and I had to remember like... I'm here working. <laughs> I had to politely put, put my camera down. And I snatched that motherfucking kid up. said, if I ever see you say what or hear you say what to anybody, we going to have a problem. And if you ever walk away from anybody else, like when they're speaking to you, that shit was crazy. And I was like, what? I had to tell him. I said, listen, I don't know what got into her. I don't know what. what. It's not okay over here. It's not okay over there. So it we went from what to saying, huh? said, so I was like, okay, I'm going to call everybody. So I need everybody to understand that I'm not playing this. Like, if I gotta cut up on her and everybody else that makes it acceptable, we're gonna knock this shit out, like, now.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: But once everybody had a clear understanding, then it was cool. It was like,
6: so, we live in, I feel like we live in a society now where everybody is just so overly sensitive. You can't even whoop your kids. I guess it's a form of child abuse now. I mean, I, mean, I got like, fuck that. My house, my rules.
3: I don't. <clears throat> I mean, I pop Zoe but I don't really yeah, whoop her. I so it's. I mean, it's still my house. So I don't get yeah. what the fuck I want, but like I. Mm, uh, but she, she, she get too out of line. She getting popped for
2: sure. Mm, I will say I there's like there's just those mom moments where out of habit You'll like it's like a quick like like a hell no pop like before you even think that you're doing it, it's, like, just, like, automatic. Like, she says something or I, or does something or she touches something in a store or something, like, it's a quick, like, a, a pop, a thump or whatever, it comes mm-hmm. first. Now, I do remember one time that, she, I, don't, I can't even remember what she said. It just happened so quick. She said something and, at, like, questioned me about something or something. I done reached back and her lip was bleeding. I was like, damn, I didn't mean to do it like that. But it was supposed to be, like, a quick, <sighs> it wasn't supposed to be, like, a, a busted lip type of thing and I was like damn that's fucked up like I made her her lip bleed oops I'm sorry and I had to apologize like I didn't mean to make your lip bleed but I need you to understand that that wasn't okay I don't really I think she's probably gotten two whoopings in her whole life the first didn't count because I missed every time and I hit myself in the leg before <laughs> I body slammed her ass because I couldn't get the whooping out I was like you know what I'm sucking this up like <laughs> we just gonna stop here <laughs> we gonna revisit this at a later time because when I say y'all you know, I was in there she kept. I tried to whoop her without holding and I had to remember like oh, damn sure, when I got but a I whoop
6: yeah <laughs> like
2: I'm like damn you gotta think about it after the fact it was over I was like damn That's why they was holding my hand when I was little when I was getting whooping like duh. So I'm in there just swinging (laughs) and she jumping and shit. I'm tearing this leg up and I'm just pissed like all right fuck this shit we're done. And then the next time I think I really did have to whoop her. It was like I whooped her at volleyball practice in the bathroom when the practice was over. Southie feel Later. This was like a couple months ago. I tore her ass up in that bathroom. She don't even like to use the bathroom there no more. So, but she was she was just cutting up, and it was just too much going on. I was like, okay, I got to prove my point, and that was that.
6: Yeah, I had, I had two I had two other brothers and little sister. So when we got in trouble, we would get our ass whooped in order of <laughs> age. But I didn't get that. I didn't get too many because by the time it was my turn, I was already crying. I was already
2: <laughs> looking, looking. <laughs> like, you what was like.
1: So, I was a negotiator.
2: Who like, was a? but wait, wait, I'm sorry, Ken.
1: That's you, my kid. You really don't want to whoop me. So listen, take this game. Take this game for two weeks. Take the bike. We good. But
2: just, that's it. I think that's no, okay. uh-huh. my kid. I think I. I literally I could yell at her, and she'll bust out in tears.
1: See, my whoopers was build up whoopers. So I would do so much shit <laughs> and then the littlest shit would send her overboard. Like I leave a plate somewhere oh, and yeah. I'm getting fucked up for no reason. Like, <laughs> Let's talk about that. That big of a
2: deal like, to you. Yeah. But she was just frustrated. I think that's my biggest fear is like whipping my kid out of frustration. Because I ne- I don't feel like that teaches them anything. Like if I'm teaching you something, you know, if, like when I whipped her, I, I was calm as hell that day. Like came to practice. Hey, mommy. Hey, you know. I had a belt in my purse. She, I told her I was gonna bring it, so she's looking for my purse. Oh, this was a, a, a plan. Look. I said it oh, tomorrow
6: after practice. I
2: had it on
1: my mind.
6: Oh, tomorrow, to, so,
2: <laughs> yo, know I'm telling you, all I had the, had the, the whole way,
6: running away is like, I, plan exactly. out. Oh, she man, to get dad me. cannot come
2: see you today. <laughs> she's not <at> here now. <laughs> Listen, he me, me like, yeah. <laughs> Oh no, she got on yellow again at school. Okay, you know this was the, the third Damn. time. I you just going to school. You just don't care. He he know he know. One thing I will say, like my child's dad, like he he respects me. So it's certain shit that he already know. Like if I, if he was to put her hands on her, he know I'm gonna lose it because I just feel like yeah. If it ever came down to it, would I be mad at you disciplining her? But also as a grown ass man, I just don't want you putting your hands on my daughter like in that way. Like you whipping her, you know, with a belt, it's not gonna feel the same as me whipping her with a belt because I'm a woman, you mm-hmm. know. So it's just certain shit. We just kind of like, all right, you want to tap her? he he'll, he'll he tear, nah, I ain't, look, that nigga got an out cold thump game. Like, <laughs> like them thumps that you just feel through your whole life. Like, damn, like, he, go ahead, go for it. But the whooping part, I got this. That's all I mean. I he know. called me. And I said, all right. She was crying already. I said, you know what? I'm just really disappointed. I said, I don't feel like you're, you're, I feel like we just letting you get by. So tomorrow after practice, I'm going to whoop you. No, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Don't I'm, worry. About I'm it. gonna whoop you tomorrow after practice. I'm not, not mad, okay. <laughs> I'm disappointed, and I need you to understand that this cannot happen. So maybe now, you know, you will understand that there is a consequence behind it. When I say I'm shaking her boots, we go through practice the whole time, just keep looking back at me. Uh, <laughs> it's cool, it's cool. It's coming up. Practice was over, she wanted to go try and put them little uh jogger pants on. She had a short set. I'll let you put the pants on. She's like we're about to leave. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm coming home with you. No, you're going back to your dad's house. It's still his day. I'll
6: kill you. We're no, going
2: I don't to, have to use the bathroom. Right. We're gonna go to the bathroom and we need to talk. The whole time. I'm sorry. I understand. I know. I get it. I'm gonna let you wash your face. I said, wipe your tears. Put some cold water in your face. You got yellow. I don't want you to go back outside. I'm not here to embarrass you. I don't want you to do that because my auntie should have whooped my ass in school in the bathroom and send me back to class. Like, can't sit down like this. like, And everybody like, damn, she just got to whoop it. No, I don't want to embarrass you. I just, you have to learn that there's consequences. And that see, was your consequence.
6: I can see myself being soft. My brother had a, my brother had a, my niece when he was like 17. I'm like 12, so. That's your baby? I, yeah, so I had to embrace her too. I don't time. She was just going too crazy <laughs> for me. And I'm like, I'm not about to whoop you. So. But well, she was a boss. Her terrible tools lasted for like ten years. Uh-huh. She like seven, she's gone. That's me. that's my nigga though. When she was gone. I was like, boss, right in the middle of her forehead, huh? killed her. She that's looked like, at me. She tried to hold the tears in. She started watering. I was like, oh my
4: god.
6: Let's go get some ice cream. I was sick. I felt so bad. Um, I can't.
2: Okay, I haven't got the little thump down oh, it. I don't feel like it's effective. I don't. I don't know what it is It's like It's really like A technique to it
1: On that note that's well, kids That's a very good ending <laughs> That's the round table Once again Thank you for Brooke and Brittany For sharing y'all experiences with us
6: We appreciate y'all No problem Where can people find y'all at?
3: On um, social media All social media platforms Zoe Mommy Has T-O-I-E M-O-M-M-I-E
2: Yep, and I'm becoming mm-hmm. Brittany. B E E C O M I N G dot Brittany. Um, and then Just Another Mom, the podcast.
6: In a couple weeks, right? Yep. All right, looking forward to it. You can find the podcast
1: at The Burbs Network. You can also find our wonderful website at TheBurbsNetwork.com.
6: <laughs> the like website you work on, right? Blood, Sweat, and Tears. <laughs> That's <laughs> your baby.
1: Word, word to Blade Ice <laughs> 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 But, the <laughs> Fresh from the Birds is dropping Monday. Uh the Roundtable table dropping Wednesday. At New Silver Spoon dropping uh, Friday. You can find me at Prince underscore McFly, drop the Y at the EI Alex.
6: You can find me at Alex Collins, TFP. Now it's time for me to go. Recover from his hand. Hey, we up. Refugee camp. Uh. <laughs>
5: Some conspiracy theory, why? Uh, yeah, why? Uh, uh, uh. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. you be like heaven to touch. I wanna hold you so much. And long last, love has arrived. And I thank God I'm alive.